Hey, welcome to The Hard Truth. Today, we're going to be talking about understanding your child. Growing up, I actually was exposed to different kinds of people with different characters, people from different religions. Some I never knew even existed. (laughs) I grew up in the midst of the good people, people you can never imagine their level of character, people that their ways of life was just beautiful. They were the good ones, you know. I also grew up with the bad ones, the ones that have the most questionable of characters, the ones who do the wrongest things in society, the ones whose name was always called when trouble arises, and the ones who were into drugs. Not just drugs, drugs. (laughs) Drugs, <laughs> and I also grew up in the midst of beautiful people, not ugly people, beautiful people, people whose life was just bliss. So, growing up, I was exposed to different things, and most of these things shaped me to who I am currently. You know, let's do the small maths together in a typical Nigerian home where every single person is trying to see how they move up and down to make ends meet. You see that the father goes to work. Maybe the mother is a working class person too. Around 8 a.m., comes back from work around 5, 5 or 6, depending on the nature of the job. The kids would be in school for sure from around 8 till 2. Some doing extra lessons would be there till give or take 4. Like for me, I went to Islamic school, that is, after school hours, I would go to Islamia, the college, and I spend from 4 to 6. I come home around roughly 6.30, and we normally observe our prayers till like 8 p.m. That's the typical child in my neighborhood, I would say. And this was also happening in every single family around me. So I could say that my life was is a typical example of the people around. Now, what happens to your child between the time eight to two when he is not in your presence and from two to six when he is engaged outside with the friends? The only time your child has to be with you is from around 7 p.m. in the evening down till 10. Now, what happens between that period. You get to see that the guy or the child is eating. That's the time you get to eat, to do your assignments, you get to rest. Let's take a look at this. What time is there for the parents to actually connect with the kids? Oh, some of you might say weekends. Okay, let's go to weekends. Saturday, what happens? Oh, one bet. There's always a party or a wedding every Saturday. You go with your wife, you leave the kids at home. The kids are outside with their friends. Sunday comes, you're tired and exhausted from what happened on Saturday. And what happens? You get to see that you have chores to do, you have duties to perform, and you're already getting tired of the Monday morning, which is the following day. So you get overwhelmed mentally for a day that hasn't even come. Now, this affects your child. So I'm asking parents out there, what time do you think is there now for you to Really connect, not just talk to your child, connect with your child.
if you're not connecting with your child, let me tell you what happens to your child. Your child is outside and two things happen. He's either been raised by his friends and he's also been raised by the environment. Talking about the bad influence that was in my life earlier, I would say I got to experience how siblings play pivotal roles in each other's life. One time, I was taking a friend of mine out and we went strolling around the neighborhood and I didn't know he had, he was just holding this black nylon with him. I never knew the content. Then he bought Coke along the way. When he bought the bottle of Coke along the way, to my surprise, when he opened the nylon, it was cough medicine. Hmm, I didn't really know much about codeine and vanillin back then. But what did I see this brother do? He turned the whole bottle of codeine into the Coke bottle. I was like, guy, why are you doing this? What's this for? He said, just wait and see. This guy mixed Coke with vanillin and started drinking with a happy face. He said, take taste. I said, Baba, no, I don't fit. We went towards his house. Then what did the sister call him? Let me just use Sani. Yasani, Yasani, Coke, Coke, Coke. What did Yasani do? Yasani knelt down on one knee. This girl was like two years old and gave her a bottle of Coke to drink. This is not just a normal Coke. It's a drugged Coke. <laughs> so, what am I saying? How siblings play a vital role in their siblings' life? You get to see that indirectly, He's already introducing his younger sister to drugs. Moving from the bad aspect, you get to see that the beautiful people in society are those that actually spend time with their kids. You get to see over the weekend, they go out together and do things together as a family. They get to understand that, okay, if my child is not at home, I know where he or she is. Yes. It sounds like it's a kind of robotic kind of way of life, but this is the best. And this is what really helps shape a child. Those experiences matter. Some parents make the mistake of flogging their kids when they do wrong. They flog their kids so that they won't do it again. Let me tell you something. I have been flogged countless times. We all have. All we just do when you flog is if it's something, a character we've come to like or a habit we've come to adapt or adopt, you get to see that we would do our best to hide that habit from you so we don't get to receive the flogging of our lives, but we will keep on going on with that habit, either good or bad. So flogging doesn't really help. Most of the times in a home is the things the kids experience that actually really shape this kid. What are you talking to your kid at home? What are you saying? How do you answer your wife as a husband when problem arises? How do you respond? How do you treat your wife when things happen? How do you people argue? How do people settle arguments? You know, we watch movies, we see reality. There are two different things. Movies try to see how people come together and settle. But in reality, 
hardly do parents get to settle amongst themselves in a good way. They argue. And when you see us, when, you see, when we see parents arguing, we get to see that, okay, maybe one is not resolving for another. But the best is where after an argument, you just start seeing them laughing. And you'd be surprised that, ah, it's not these people that argued. Maybe something come up or the father gets to go and play with the wife and, you know, makes them, makes the wife happy. You get to see that the kid now learns that, okay, no matter how difficult the aura or how negative the aura of the house is, all I just need to do is to make my wife happy. So, this kid grows up with that kind of mentality. But if it's in a house where you keep on shouting, do this, do this, do this, but you as a father, you're just sitting down, nothing is going to happen. Even if an angel comes from above, nothing. Because we know that our father will shout, but nothing really happens. <laughs> it's when action is followed by your talk, you learn. I will always say this, kids do not learn from your words. We learn from your actions. We learn from how you greet people, how you welcome people into the house. We indirectly learn how you respond to negative situations. We indirectly learn how you act when things are wrong. We also learn how you react when you're broke. All those things we learn indirectly sometimes. So it becomes second nature because we see how you exhibit and how you react in difficult situations. So, one thing I would like you all to know is in an environment, you're not just the only one raising your child. The society is. And one advice I would like to render to the parents is try to see how you make your child your friend. Connect with your child. How do you do this? It sounds so western right no it's not western to connect with your child even the prophet prophet muhammad it was said that when he is with his child or his family he tries to make the best of every single day at least he goes and before he goes to bed or the kids go to bed he kisses the kids on the forehead he pecks them good night <laughs> My father's out there. How many times have you tried that? <laughs> Even to the mothers. It sounds so weird, but yes, a peck to the forehead wouldn't hurt. I remember when my sister, when um, my younger sister went to go and peck my mom on the forehead. Then I was like, oh, what's going on? The mom, my mom would say, yes, you can peck me too. I'm your mother. I was like, oh, I melted. But yeah, that's the kind of thing I'm talking about. You should show and you get to see that once you create that beautiful environment for your kids, they come to you, they, they love you, they share their stories with you. What I would like to say is how do you do this? Now, there are ways you could do this. When they come home, instead of from that seven to 10, when you're watching TV, watching the news and everything, you could connect, maybe they're watching uh, that eating it and he had at school go today I hope you didn't do so so and so hope you didn't give your teacher stress or I hope you didn't um, don't go to the offensive side you could just go and go about saying how did school go today hope beautiful so what did you learn in school or you could even joke that 
that girl disturbing you. Hope she's not disturbing you too much now. You see, he'll, he'll smile and everything. Or if it's a lady, you could say, hope these boys are not disturbing you too much, pa. You know, try to see how you make examples in the reality of things. That is relationship-wise and everything. So, most of women plait their daughter's hair. By pleating your hair, you could say, hey, how far? How, which, legs, which hairstyle would you like? Or which hairstyle is it that you love? You know, communicate. Communicate with your kids. And another thing is when their friends come home, you should try to see how you could be open to make their friends be coming to the house. Now, through this, or when their friends are over, then you start asking them jam question. Who's your father? Who's your mother? No, 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 that's so wrong. What you should do is you should try to ask questions that are, you know, interactive. What do you think about this? What's your take on my youth carrying the FA cup or something? And you get to see that the child breaks the ice and opens up to you. Through that way, you get to know the kind of people that interact with your kids and the level of thinking. So, as I said earlier, flogging doesn't work. We learn by actions and not just by words. And you should try to see how you learn your kid's language. You should understand your kid's facial expression when he is happy, sad, and angry. So you get to know how you connect on a different kind of level because we are dynamic. We change in every single thing. Do not shout regularly. Do not shout in such a way that it makes it becomes offensive to the kids because mentally they already know how to build a defense mechanism to that shout so it becomes part of their life and upbringing. And I would like you all to also engage your kids in sports or any physical activity. Through this, you get to learn how your kids work in a team, how they react when, when they lose a competition. You know, you get to see their true feelings when things like um, failure happens, when you also engage with them in physical activities. So there's no need to be scared of your child. Or to the child, there's no need for you to be scared of your, of your parents. But that depends only if there is love in that family. Because once there's love, there's no need for one to, you know, build up defense mechanism against things. I had a friend yesterday telling me about how, because of how beautiful people in the society saw him and how gangster he looked, but he also had this beautiful aspect that people loved, every family loved, and they always used their child. This guy as an example. So one day, one guy came to his house and came and said, Baba, you need protection. I have a gift for you. My guy, all happy and everything came. What did he see outside? He was given a gift of a rifle <laughs> at a cheap price, 10,000 naira. Now, you see what I'm talking about, the influence of the society and the people around the society? If that child wasn't taught or didn't understand how to differentiate between the good and the bad in society, he would have been one of the top cultists or top terrorists, I would say, in that society. But what I am saying is, the society shapes your child. You have to pay attention to your child. Understand your society. Understand your kind, the kind of child you have. Understand that the right conversations will actually open up 
to the most beautiful thing or the most beautiful child you will ever see or else when the conversations are bottled up you shouldn't blame your child when he turns hard and when your child needs you the most is when he needs you the most you should be able to understand those kind of moments for when that time passes and he has found solace or he has found peace in another person i'm sorry to say but he will always go to that person to find peace so one thing you should know is once you make a connection with your child and your child gets to know how things are done whether good or bad and how the influence of such actions would affect either his family name or him in the long run you will get to see that this child knows how to differentiate the right from the wrong how does this happen like for me when i was exposed to smoking my friends smoke a lot most of them take what you can never imagine some of them were into cocaine for crying out loud but because i knew the impact on my health because i was an athlete i loved to run i got to understand that okay i've seen so many athletes go down this path and eventually they became so useless to not just themselves but to their families and to the society they became a burden to the society so i got to reflect on those kind of people in my life and people that have also passed through that phase of drug abuse and where they have reached and who they've become so those kind of things shaped me to know how to differentiate between what's right and what's wrong it's not easy because anywhere you go to you actually have a negative or positive experience that shapes your life and between the ages of 11 down to 16 i would say it's where the child really knows really shapes his reality where he has either built up habits that affect him negatively or built habits that would help him differentiate the good and bad in a positive way and follow a positive aspect so those key areas 11 to 16 i would advise parents to actually take hold and understand and key into that child's life in those periods so parents out there to my listeners and to every person out there you know i would like to say there's nothing more like family an outsider wouldn't provide the much attention your child needs they might but most of the times it becomes a story for them to speak about or advise others with your family on the other hand would be willing to accommodate your flaws correct you and appreciate you and accept you for who you truly are because they know you and they love you so i like you all to subscribe to my channel i like you all to also drop your suggestions and things that um you'd like to find out and You know, if you have any similar experience, you could share with me. Let's let's get to talk about this more and see what happens in our next episode. And I really appreciate your time. And I would always say this: take the time to know your kids. Out of twenty-four hours in a day, we only have like sixteen active hours. 
another 16 active hours we only have like three to four hours with your kids invest in that time wisely see you on another episode of the hard trip thank you thank you very much peace out everybody and hey to that child out there do something out of the norm that is beautiful to your parents today and to that parent or that mother or father listening to this say something amazing to your child and see how he or she reacts a simple statement is i love you daddy or thank you very much mommy for all you've done to me and i appreciate you for all you've done you mustn't say it word for word you could send in the text try that experiment and get back to me from all of us at the heart church we love you see you on next week episode peace out